and welcome to the Pole Performance Podcast, where we bridge the gap between pole dancing, exercise and sports science, with a little bit of injury rehab thrown in as well. My name is Dr. Emily Rausch. I'm a certified chiropractic sports physician who specializes in helping pole dancers learn how to not fuck up their bodies pole dancing and unfuck them when they do. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode. I have a cold and do not have the ability to breathe out of my nose currently. So I'm going to try to keep this one short and sweet because I'm sure my voice sounds a little bit weird and then also um, would like to be able to talk with my people for the rest of the day and the week. Um, So me healing vibes. Summer colds, I think, are always like the worst ones because it's nice out and then you don't feel good and you're like, ah, shit. Um, What I want to talk about today is do you know where you're going with your training, what you are trying to achieve with your training. We talked about creating a training plan in last week's episode, and I don't know if I highlighted the importance of setting goals, having like a destination as much as I should have and as much as I want to. And this is um, being highlighted because I am currently sifting through the applications for the creation day, which is going to happen on June 17th, which is like a little over a week away. And one of the questions on that application was, what are your current poll goals? The range of answers that I received for that line to me highlight an issue that we have in the poll community, the poll like training world, is that For a lot of pole dancers, we don't know what we're trying to work on. And I feel like there's kind of two different camps in this is that they either have a like giant list of things that they're like currently trying to work on, irregardless of whether they're like goals that we could achieve in the next five years or not. Meaning I'm seeing some that are like, oh, I want to be able to like aerial handspring, which is a really great goal, but they don't have the ability to invert yet amazing that one day you want to be able to achieve that but what you should be focusing on is like you need to be able to to invert to be able to do a lot of other tricks before aerial handspring is going to be in your wheelhouse and like even really should be on your like I'm working on goal list the other camp that I see is very broad vague goals that it probably makes sense to the person But how do we create a training program to achieve that goal is very confusing because it's things like be more fluid, um, be more graceful, choreograph better. Okay, those are things that you could work on. But what does that mean to you? Because I can picture what I think would be a more fluid dancer in my head. um, But I don't know if that's what you're picturing. And be more fluid is just too vague and too broad to actually like make goals around, in my opinion. Then comes the question, well, like, okay, why, why do I care? And this is something that I don't know if I've done necessarily the best job at uh, stating like my stance on things and why I create a lot of the content that I create is if we are not very clear on what our poll goals are, that is going to make structuring our training to be able to achieve that goal challenging, if not impossible. So what tends 
to happen is that since there's no clear goal, so therefore there's no clear structure, is that we end up just training random things all the time. So it's kind of a hodgepodge random training plan, um, which for most people is they just like go take more classes or they go to open studio more and just train random skills that come to mind that day. And they don't end up seeing a lot of progress with that because it turns out the body does not respond super well to just random things being thrown at it randomly it needs like plans and like progressive overload to actually adapt to what you're exposing it to so people either end up getting like frustrated because they're not seeing progress or they're plateauing or they end up going and training more and more and more because they think that the answer to their lack of progress or their frustration is to do more and really maybe not maybe yes maybe no but more often than not they need to be more specific about what they are training what they are like exposing their body to to be able to achieve the things that they want to be able to achieve and kind of circling back to the the doing more where that becomes an issue is that they're going in, they're doing more, they're maybe doing things that they're not ready for, uh, meaning they're like, they don't have the strength or the flexibility or whatever to do the trick that they're trying to be able to do. And then they end up injured. And when the injury rates in pole dancers are so high, like 80% of pole dancers at some point will be injured. To me, it seems like there's this like inner mixing web where it's like, oh, if we were to pause and have people be more clear around what are they actively trying to work on right now? Okay, you want to be able to invert. Great. To be able to invert, these are the list of things that your body needs to be able to do. Can you currently do them? Yes or no? Okay, yes. Great. We just need to make sure that we're maintaining those while we're working on the ones that you can't currently do. Once those are all achieved, then inverting like will be in your wheelhouse. Okay, great. That goal has been achieved. Love it. Now that you're able to invert, what is like step two of your your goal, right? So invert one, check. Next one, okay, I want to be able to get into an outside leg hang. Okay, great. To be able to invert into an outside leg hang, here's what we need to be able to do with our body. Can you do it? Yes, no. Okay, yes. Great. We're going to work on maintaining those. No. Okay. We're going to work on building whether it's the strength, the flexibility, the coordination, range of motion, whatever it is for you to be able to do that. Okay. You got that done next. Okay. And we have this like stepwise of things, right? We're going like step one, step two, step three, nice progress happening. Progress isn't always linear. So there probably will be some dips that happen at some point in it, it's okay, but we're we're having a plan, we're having some structure, we're taking our rest days, we're taking our rest weeks, we're building habits that support us being able to achieve those goals. Our injury risk is as low as we can possibly make it. It's not possible to completely prevent injuries. We're gonna have a little squirrel moment here. Injury prevention is not possible. If it were, professional athletes would never be injured. They have crazy amounts of resources available to them, money, doctors, facilities, trainers, all of these things. If they can still be injured, you can still be injured. So let go of the idea that you're never going to be injured ever, that you can completely prevent injuries. What we're focusing on is injury risk reduction. So going back to our unscore moment, we have a goal. We're structuring our training to be able to achieve that goal. That goal may take months. It may take years to be able to do, 
but we have a plan based on our current capacity. We're going to work on improving things. We're going to have like kind of a reassess at some point. What do we need to progress? Blah, 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 blah. Move on up until eventually we're able to achieve the goal that we wanted to be able to achieve. And then it's like, okay, what is the next goal that we're going to work on? Having even an inkling of structure like this would drastically decrease the injury rates that we see in pole dancers and also decrease the frustration, that spinning of wheels that like, I don't know why I can't do this. I want to be able to achieve this. Why? Why can't I? Being more, like I said, structured, being more scientific about around our training is needed and it would be just like incredibly beneficial if that were more of the norm. Typically when I bring up this type of stuff, um, I get a little bit of pushback from people that think that it's taking away from the like artistic point of pole dancing. And I don't think it is because even, even in dance, like they have goals that they want to be able to achieve with their things, right? Usually it's like, oh, we're going to we're going to do Black Swan as a piece, or we're going to do Nutcracker as a piece. And there's building blocks that go into, like, can you do this skill set? Because we need it to be able to be done in this piece. Yes or no. And then if not, we need to work on it. And I have never done ballet. I'm going to continue to to say that, that in an ideal world, goal setting, structuring your training would be part of building the um, into that that big piece and I'm going to imagine that it happens in some capacity when you're in um, that style of artistic movement because you are in like a company or you're in um, like a, a group right with a one specific coach or more specific coaches that help guide you through that process um, that doesn't tend to happen in pole very often because people go to different classes. Um, they have different instructors potentially for, for the different classes. It's a little bit more wishy-washy with it. There's not a lot of, not always, obviously some studios have a little bit more structure than other ones, but I know I teach classes currently where I don't know who's going to show up to my classes on, on like a week-to-week basis. So it makes it challenging for me to have like a progressive plan for the people because I might see someone once every three months. I might see them for three weeks straight and then not for three months. Um, There's not, it's not like a container, right? Where I can say like, okay, here's your starting point for point A. And then we're going to see each other for, you know, a couple times a week for the next three months. So I can like progressively expose you to different things so that you can actually see progress. Um, it's a little, it's a little wishy. It's a little washy, um, which I know is one of the perks of pole. It's also a downfall of pole, like a plus and a minus. So if you have specific goals that you want to achieve and you, you don't have a a pole coach or your studio isn't set up where you're with one instructor for like months at a time and that instructor has a plan to like progress you through the months that you are working with them the onus of making this structure and creating this plan for your training is on you and I'm going to pause there for a minute 
it's on you. And if you don't want it to be on you, then you can hire someone to help you with it. Or you can do this yourself. You can figure out like the structure that you need for your own training if that's a skill set that you have. This is one of the reasons why creation day is happening is because this is one of the most common um, issues that I see, whether it's like the injury rates that I'm seeing and then also the frustration that I'm seeing in the people that I'm talking to is like, oh, if we were to give you a plan and you follow that plan, likely you wouldn't be hurt or as frustrated as you are. So um, one creation day is going to be the way to walk through this with me if that's something that you're interested in. If it is not feasible for you for whatever reason, completely understand. I have a goal setting workshop and a structuring your training um, workshop, like pre-recorded webinar that you should be able to take the goal. I was at the goal setting one first and then the structure your training one second. And that should give you, get you on the pathway to have like a little bit more plan for your training and decrease your frustration and decrease your risk of injury. Okay, I'm gonna let you go before I completely lose my voice and um, hope to see you at the creation day if that's something that you're interested in. And yeah, I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.